0: Because Rod and Karen are hot.
1: It's time to roll my sleeves up. Fuck a few of them C's up. Another rough cut from the crew that won't ease up. The alcoholic click, aka the 40 downers flip. rounds like Calvin flip, fries a quarter pounders. I never drink and drive cause I might spill my drink. I failed the breathalyzer so they took me to the clink. Niggas early in the sink cause they can't fade the Cisco. I'm from the old school but I never rocked the disco. Loops from the group that like to smack the bitches. The licks is the hit, hidden hookers like a gangster hitting switches front to the back to the side to the side and we can dance with these bitches but no electric sliding. Hey, welcome to the Blackout tips podcast, your host Rod ed Caring. And we're in the house on Saturday with your feedback. Mhm. Appreciate all y'all that uh, you know, listen to the show, leave us reviews, vote in the polls, leave voicemails, all that stuff. It uh helps the show out tremendously and uh, you know, it keep it coming. Uh, this show is for everybody that did do all those things such as leave comments on the website, vote in the polls leave voicemails and especially for those of you who donated this week Uh not a ton of donations but let's do this I dedicate this song to recession depression
2: and unemployment this song is for you today's a new day
1: That's right, and we want to thank the people that donated on this new day. Tyvon S., thank you very much for your recurring donation. Michael F., recurring donator, thank you so much. Double A Market Consultants, thank you so much for your recurring donation. We got a one-time donation from Jason F., who writes this note. Yo, Ron and Karen, you two are amazing, and I've been just wanting to support forever because I know the importance of knowing people got your back. For the last five years, I've been pursuing my dreams. Recently, following on some hard times, including sleeping in the sleeping on park. Then it ends there? I don't know if you meant sleeping in the park, but uh, that means a lot that you would take even time out to donate to us, man. You know, uh, I know it's so. You know, I definitely don't want you sleeping in the park. If you know that donations is the difference between you sleeping on the park and not you know save the money man it's yeah.
0: fine we, we we don't mind we, we yeah. don't mind
1: but thank you so much You know, I, and I, I hope things are looking up
0: yeah I, I know we greedy money hungry uh, preachers over here but
1: we ain't that greedy right uh, Gabriel leaves us a uh, uh, re- recurring donation thank you very much Gabriel Yes. Linwood C recurring donator thank you very much Linwood Cedric W recurring donator and that's it for this week thanks for everybody that gave us this donation play me out Kurt
2: Feels like a cold night It ain't easy, but Today's, today's a new day. day But tell me and where were my blue
1: skies. skies Where is that love, y'all? Where is the love and the joy that you promised me? Tell me
2: yeah. alright The truth is I almost gave up but
1: a right, power right. that I can't explain right. Holy Ghost power, y'all I don't know why he had that part in his voice like that Holy Ghost power? Alright, mm. we had five star views on itunes and stitcher let's get to those um we appreciate everybody that takes the time out we had been slowing down and like i said the haters never do so i appreciate the response we got an overwhelming response this week
0: thank you we know it's many of y'all out there and i can't see you but just know through This radio, I am eyeing you one by one by one to let you know that I know that you know that you ain't gave us a five star review yet.
1: Mm hmm. But those who did, let's talk about it. Uh, funk that 78 just says happy faces, five stars. And I think if I had uh, my iPhone and I was looking at this review, I think it would show it, but I can't see happy faces. But I'm just I'm gonna assume you put them in there because it's Aww. blank, okay. Mm hmm. B underscore sand says they do it all and they put it and they put on five stars. I've been listening to TBGWT for almost three years now after hearing Rod one night on the Evening Jones. Rod plugged the show, and since I was new to podcasts at the time, I decided to give it a listen. Man, let me tell y'all, I've been hooked ever since. Rod and Karen's consistent quality podcast offers insight on current topics, brings levity to otherwise depressing news topics, and has all the ratchet segments you can handle. The constant rotation of hilarious guests have introduced me to so many other great podcasts like fellas over at three guys on or nick and Regis at what's the t and where's my 40 acres crew bob cinema and even as recent as ray and maria and the it's about us podcast i love it love all those shows too Mm -hmm. it's great being able to hear so many different black voices offering various perspectives on a regular basis there's a new show every day from at least one of the podcasts i've been introduced to through the show and it's nonstop entertainment all because of tbgwt whether you're new to podcasts or have been listening for years if you're not listening to tbgwt you're missing out on so much fun i don't have twitter but i'm considering getting one just to follow the hashtag Daywalking, and the hashtag them thrones hashtags and join in i'm telling you they do it all what are you waiting for go listen thank you very much thank you sweetie maggot brain 82 says this is fi- best podcast period five stars this is my favorite podcast rod and karen are High. and if you don't listen to this show get your life in order right now <laughs> get it in order thank you maggot brain 82 sarah Mas 27 says love this show five stars hands down my favorite podcast perfect mix of intelligent conversation and ratchetry.'" Thank you for all the time and work you two put into this. It brightens up my day every time you upload. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you. Jay Ticket says long-time listener, first-time reviewer. I found the TBGWT through the Twitter podcast back when it was blacking it up. Have been listening ever since. I have turned a lot of my friends and family onto it. Oh, he is a long-time that uh this person is a long-time listener uh host rod and karen are funny insightful and the guest array segment is hilarious you don't always have to agree with their views on pop culture and politics to find them reasonable thoughtful and interesting as a bonus rod's taste in music is on point can always count on the show to the uh to play a bop like the internet's ego death album which i love like cooked food also through the show, I found even more great podcasts to listen to, podcast voices like Justin, Chill, Black on Black Cinema, and Nick Jew, and R to the Edgy, of What's the T, Hey Boo to all of you. Was going to give five stars and keep it pushing, but recently Karen convicted me like a black preacher in church when she said, there are some people who've been listening since day one who still haven't written a review, and they put the shrug smiley. <laughs> <laughs> i look forward to evolving from this phase of struggling underpaid writer so i can donate some of my hard-earned american dollars to the show until then hopefully this long-winded review can get give back just a fraction of the joy that tv has given me people keep listening you will uh, come to find karen southern draw and charm soothing and delightful rod and karen thanks for the awesomeness keep making podcast magic and remember the words of rico richie if you ain't got no haters you ain't popping
0: <laughs> oh, okay Thanks.
1: thank you did not know i guess we are popping and we popping hard Ride and K- that fried chicken Rod <laughs> and karen are the best by stena marie 84 since i heard a recent podcast that mentioned leave a five-star review here's mine i adore you guys i stumbled across this podcast at the serial ended and enjoyed listening to a podcast buzzfeed recommended tvgwt and i'm glad that i've given it a shot oh that's dope Thank um, you. i listen to you two while i'm working around the house and while i'm work, working throughout the day you guys crack me up add to on the fact that you both break down fear the walking dead my fave gay news i certainly have opened up my eyes more to those issues partly because of this show and gender issues finally people talk that talk about women with common sense hard to find i eagerly await each episode you guys are great thank, thank you. you yeah and uh yeah i mean gay news is like a very like it didn't mean for it to become a second but it just kind of did because there's gay people are taking a lot of shit all the time
0: yes they are and they have a tendency to be looked underneath the radar
1: yeah and well i think also black people a lot of times look at it like oh glad got this like oh don't mess with gay people they'll get you out of here but then when you see some of the shit that people go through it's like you know the 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 crossover between issues and the similarity with the types of oppression and shit i I don't know how anybody with good conscience can ignore the issues there just to you know just so you can pull the uh black people problems is way worse, so we're not gonna worry about these problems like yeah I, so anyway i and plus I just find the i don't know lack of logic around the discrimination against gay people to just be so. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so ridiculous that we have to cover it
2: mm-hmm.
0: and and what what just amazes me is uh especially when it comes to feminism it's a lot of women that are in feminism that are black women that are pro-black everything but if somebody from the gay community says hey i got the same problems as you do a lot of those women dismiss that other group because they feel like they're superior honestly people don't want to admit this Lava is it is because you're straight you don't have to deal with the issues so you feel superior the same way that men treat you when you come up and say hey i have an issue they dismiss it because it does not directly affect them
1: yeah the intersectionality is a mother yes it is um so uh let's see okay so uh thank you very much Stina marie uh feminist rambo says i love listening five stars i've been listening to this show for just under a year now and i'm so glad i found it the episodes are long and the jokes are hilarious rod and karen managed to deliver absolutely horrible news while still keeping me laughing and that is a serious skill thank you for all that you do (laughs) you're welcome yeah sometimes i do look at the list of shit because every day i have to do the uh that we do the show i have to do the recap in the notes of what we talked about Mm -hmm. and i have to look at the articles and headlines and sometimes i'm like whoa the world is fucked up somehow we got a lot of jokes you know (laughs) a lot of them my face still hurts from smiling but yeah those it was a fucked up day today (laughs) yes sir great show by andre j king finally got around to a five-star review i don't even have I, I don't even use itunes but signed up just to give the five star review well thank you very much thank you great show and great people all around even the audience of this podcast seems to be cooler and more relaxed than most i would list some of my favorite moments from the show that too many to mention thanks for all that you do thank you for writing us and appreciate you creating that itunes account we do yes yes hell yes it's giant 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 Gian, janina janina i hope i pronounced that right sorry if i didn't if you don't know now you know rider carrying out a real deal idiots please do not apply this is one of the smartest most honest podcasts out there they unabashedly confront the dirty underbelly that is american culture through a comedic lens that allows you to laugh because if it's funny it's okay the month the minute i think they tanked uh nothing's wrong if it's funny but close enough the minute we can't laugh it's over. Thank you, Rod and Karen. We need you. Oh, thank you. Thank you.
2: Uh,
1: and then this one is just from Smiley Face, like, you know, where you put the uh parent uh what do you call it? semicolon mm-hmm. and then the the D. So mm-hmm. like a smiley face. Mm-hmm. And that is also the message, five stars by CG C G W. Thank you. We'll take that too. Chi Chi Mama says, Hey y'all, five star review. Just leaving another review. Love y'all. C, C, C- E. Thank you, Chi Chi Mama thank you taz 5208 says finally five stars all right karen you planned, you plotted, you begged and you pleaded and you got me yes here's my five star review are you happy yes i am seriously though i love the show you guys have challenged my life my life views all while being hilarious and entertaining keep up the good work at mac taz 0226 thank you thank you i always forget that uh sometimes people might disagree with us and keep listening who knows a
0: lot of people do
1: yeah um listen up five stars stanford db i just don't understand some people karen's lab is worth an hour of therapy that doesn't cost 130 (laughs) dollars and i couldn't get through my desk job without these two the rapport between rod and karen's hilarious and so sweet bar none news comedy my absolute favorite sword ratchetness uh tbgwt is my freeway savior from blissfully dreaming in color instead of grinding my teeth and silently cursing my fellow drivers on socal crowded freeways i am now laughing and slapping my steering wheel in glee (laughs) ha (laughs) ha good thing saying that in karen's voice rod provides a thoughtful nuanced discussion of issues that are important to me racial gender economic equality issues that the mainstream media ignores i respect rod for his unwavering support of black women salute brother Karen's passion for justice and fairness is unparalleled. And I adore her rich, buttery, easy as a Sunday morning accent. Thank you. It's like a Paula Dean recipe,
0: ain't
1: it? <laughs> I try not to be that racist, though. <laughs> <laughs> I know you don't. And, uh-huh! let, and let me not fail to mention that Karen and Rod are hilarious. I made the mistake of listening to them at the gym recently. I almost tripped over the elliptical, so you've been oh, warned. That's not good. Signing off this review, humming. Now it's time to play guest the Race, smiling on the 404 thank you very much um and then someone left a one-star review that was uh giving props to that dude who who uh had that mra right that that shit yeah
0: why you playing i'm not gonna read it i mean
1: it's just obviously that dude logging
0: in on another itunes account yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) you don't fool us sir
1: yeah man come on dog you don't have to do this i already know your real name by the way just just i just want you to know that i know your real name and who you are so you know, don't, don't, don't go there with me. War on children. I mean, <laughs> what did Stephen A. Smith say? <laughs> <laughs> Stephen A. Smith, he looked in the camera. <laughs> listen, listen, P-Dot. Nobody knows how to pronounce your name. That's how I know that this person is you. Now, I'm not your enemy. But you don't want to make me an enemy. No,
0: Stephen i I'm A. looking no.
1: right at the camera right now.
0: No, Stephen A.
1: Don't make an enemy out of me, playboy. Oh, Lord. War of children, five, war on children. Five star. Chuck's knife says the crisis facing America is not racial discrimination, gender inequality, and the achievement gap, or the economy. TBGWT has identified the one true threat: millennial moms getting lit and unleashing their children upon us in grocery stores, department stores, and chain restaurants. Yes, I'd like to enlist in Karen's army to fight the war on children. <laughs> I will be vigilant in my service and pledge to tap children with my shopping cart first and ask questions later. <laughs>
2: for the
1: uninitiated, this is truly a great show. Rider Karen's conversations remind me of the long and sometimes rambling conversations my wife and I have in the car. Black love is it, man. Keep up the great work. Also sign me up for the war on hotels. Uh, <laughs> great podcast. <laughs> CH Graham says one of my favorite podcasts, Rider Karen, authentic and progressive. Five stars. Thank you. Love this, five stars by Tajah, who says, great podcast. Thank you. Mama, I made it. Finally, a review for my podcast, My and NYC. Technical difficulties and deficiencies have kept me from leaving a review. But I persevered and here it is. This podcast is my best friend. I constantly quote it to my friends and say on my podcast, Rod or Karen said, My podcast. My podcast. I came for the indignation and stayed for the racism. <laughs> Wait, that doesn't sound positive. This podcast has two real, very real, sincere, no hold bars, hilarious hosts. They can talk about any and everything with passion at the same time. They make you laugh out loud at the most insensitive jokes about insane news items. The animal sex stories alone have stretched my brain in ways I never knew possible. I love hearing Rod and Karen call out people's BS when it comes to racism, homophobia, sexism, and transphobia they are same voices in a world of madness i also love that they don't necessarily purport to know everything Ryder, and karen on the saying i don't know about really complicated stuff yes, i don't see real and sincere the guest array segment is a classic because it allows us to laugh and be honest about the stereotypes we all carry around or are confronted with constantly it's all good rye has to be one of the best readers i've ever heard in my life his breath control alone is impressive he does a great job of picking a wide variety of current news stories as well as wacky and worthy ones Karen is in depth infinitely adorable and lovable and everyone needs her laugh in their life thank you she brings a g- free she brings a great freewill and quality to the show and when she goes in on something that really frustrates her hmm it is so good i love how rod and karen finish each other's sentences i totally have a crush on them individually and together <laughs> tvgwt is a must listen is must listen programming if you love yourself you'll listen to this podcast oh and rod and karen i love you too wow oh thank you uh great show essence One says just a great show all around listening you guys every day you guys keep me laughing it's really wonderful to see people doing big things in charlotte never stop doing you we want essence one-on-one thank you best podcast i found this year five stars thomas from baltimore says i love this podcast can't wait until i go premium thanks for all the laughs well thank you thomas and everybody else yes that that hooked us up all on the itunes
0: yes with a five-star review i want to thank you and this right here, for those of you that I, I was telling you, y'all was like, I, I can't put five on it, but I can put five stars. And we thank each and every one of you. And I, I'm looking at the rest of you out there that ain't right. paid your dues. Pay up on it either with
1: either with five or five stars. You know what's funny is I don't even care about the one-star review that that other person left because no, was, there was so many good ones. And that's the balance, the offset of being right. surrounded by love. Right that you know because sometimes i feel like negative stuff can get to you but yes it can you know like when you see that shit and you're like yeah it's one bad review in a sea of fucking 12 great reviews yeah fuck that person like yeah. you just move on
0: yeah and y'all just don't know we thank you very very much for all the five star reviews and and for the other ones i'm still plotting and i'm still scheming and i'm still looking at you i know it's some other folks out there that's just cuban being my request
1: but i'm gonna weigh you down watch me also on stitcher we got some five-star reviews Woo! tiger allure says rod and karen are hot i've been listening to this show since the beginning of summer i'm a truck driver and i missed the day-to-day intellectual conversation from friends and colleagues i found this show from listening to the read and fell in love with this show instantly what they talked about us on the read i feel oh, i know right oh, maybe they suggested us under their thing um,
0: yeah because you know with stitcher they kind of if you like something they kind of link them all up together as people like
1: stuff I fell deeper in love with this show when you started doing the gay news segment. I appreciate getting updates on the day-to-day struggle with the LGBTQIA community and the world. And your breakdown on these topics as to know, as to how senseless homophobia is. Keep up the hard work. It's truly a joy and honor to see two beautiful black people with great spirits share their time and creativity with us in a positive way that does not fit and conform to the stereotypes that embrace our community. Thank you. Well, thank you, man. Appreciate you. Uh, woke travis says five stars <laughs> fear the walking black guy who tips because if rod and Karen are in the zombie apocalypse rod would still be tipping duck don't go there be quiet i love the fear of the walking dead podcast simply the best out there sky thanks man thank you Uh, it's KK says five stars. It's a five star show. This show is super fun. If being fun alone isn't enough to get you to listen to the show, it's also funny, musical, and insightful. Rod and Karen have to tagline, nothing's wrong if it's funny, and they do a great job, uh, at making so many things I never thought I'd laugh at funny. (laughs) Shit, we laugh at stuff I didn't think I'd laugh at. That's true? When I'm having a rough day, the Blackout Tips is my go-to podcast. Not only have I experienced people in music I'd never heard, before their podcast so full of love that it seeps through and improves my mood the only thing i know that has love that competes with theirs is love is garnet a steven universe reference for karen yes uh there is nothing better than listening to people who love each other and enjoy each other's company plus rod is like super famous in case you haven't heard well i'm sure they've heard you don't have to
0: yeah i'm a non-famous but i don't care oh it's
1: almost embarrassing how famous i am (laughs) as long as this show goes on i'm alone for the ride thanks it's kk thank you tanya g says the black guy who tips five stars i started listening a year after i heard a ride on twib and became a premium member right away i enjoy the back and forth between karen and rod i like all the segments and i appreciate karen asking about the new slang just when i started to ask what is that karen asked i love the balance between serious and light thanks for all the hard work and i hope you have continued success thank you
0: yes i do it for the other old folks out there
1: to be like what the fuck are you talking about you know you do it for yourself you don't be knowing
0: i don't
2: and I, that's <laughs> why i say i
0: do it for me and for them because uh. they be wanting to know what the fuck you talking about too all right so i speak for you people i speak for all the other people that's like i got nine to five I don't be keeping up on the slang or what the kids talking about today
1: martini coco says five stars week is not complete without the black guy who tips I'm addicted to your biting, incisive and hilarious commentary on the roller coaster ride that is contemporary coast cult- uh, culture. Thank you for giving m- much pleasure and insight to your fans. Don't stop. Woo, we won't. Thank you. Woo, that was a lot of love. You.
0: Yes, we thank everybody for all the five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. And for those of you that are like, I hear you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I'm going to leave one. Uh, I might not I can put $5 on it, but I can put five stars on it. Leave us an iTunes review. You can use any iOS device and go to your iTunes and type in the Black Who Tips. Up in the left top corner, you can type in uh the Black Who Tips and you can find us and leave us a five-star review. And as Rod has read, some of them don't have got to be words. You can use emojis and all that stuff. They all count the same as five stars if you do not have an ios device create an itunes account and leave us a five star review y'all leave five star reviews for us not only for us but for all the other podcasts that you love too because it matters in the rankings for those of you that like me love stitcher go to stitcher.com and actually leave us a five star review through the page of the black guy who tips page through stitcher uh, because ios allows you to leave them individually per episodes but we don't see those actually on the five star review page thank <coughs> you guys
1: all right those have been your announcements uh mm-hmm. cover yourself accordingly we have um comments on the website and stuff uh first we had the feedback show no comments uh but the poll was should breastfeeding in public be legal yes there's nothing wrong with it no ban those boobies said ban those boobies. Who
0: don't
1: like boobies? So 96% of our audience is like, ain't nothing wrong with breastfeeding in public. So everybody calm down. Mm -mm. Um, We had episode 1044, Stuff Happens. We talked about another mass shooting, Loretta Lynch, uh, police reporting to uh, the federal government. Uh, But Amarion not going to that club. A bunch of stuff. L.R. Joyner writes in, I'm with you on the solution to gun violence in this country. We just, he must mean me. because mm-hmm. yeah. I, I don't think people people mm-hmm. We did not have the same solution.
0: Oh no, we didn't. My Mm-mm. solution
1: is take all the guns. No. Uh, we just have to eliminate guns from our society. As you alluded to, we've get proven over many years that one, we aren't responsible enough to handle these things. And it's not just the mass shootings. It's citizens being able to easily shoot people over stupid squabbles. It's police officers who can't keep their hands off the trigger when the person they're encountering is of a certain color. It's the countless number of kids who stumble upon their parents' gun and shoot themselves or someone else, just at every turn, we've proven our inadequacy in handling these weapons. I agree. Uh, two, also, is as you indicated, if you want a gun, there are far too many avenues to get it. People talk about all these elaborate schemes on how to choose who gets a gun at the store, like, there aren't several different venues venues where all you got to do is come up with the money. Exactly, like, it doesn't even matter what laws they pass because most of them aren't going to restrict the stuff like being able to go to the fucking flea market and buy a gun right go to walmart and purchase a gun yeah i've been to the flea market and i've seen guns on the table on display like you can you buy know, this gun
0: give me the money we, yeah i don't have to prove anything there's no exchanging of uh information right. i'm not running you through no system i'm not doing a background check on the spot
1: right like, I watched Obama's video, and I felt the same exhibition that you feel, and that permeate, permeated his voice. It really feels like mass shootings aren't national tragedies, but more like national events that are a part of the fabric of this country, like slavery and apple pie, and that's scary. And the side in for favor of guns is digging in as deep uh, as ever, so there's really no other way. Um Yeah, I'm with you, Mr. Joyner. Uh, and we had a poll. The poll was... Should you be able to bill people for being a no-show at your wedding? Uh, Yes, they cost me money because, you know, people say they're coming. They don't come. Now they cost you some money. No, that's not classy. 89% of our audience said you should not be able to bill people for not showing up at your wedding. That's not classy. Mm
0: -hmm. And the thing is, is this. The only way I would go for billing people is that you need to tell them when you do the RSVP if you don't show up, I will bill you. Like, if you, if, if, if you don't say it, like.
1: Even then. Yeah, it's, just, it's
0: still not cool, but like, if you quote unquote want to feel better, you can at least say, I told you, versus you right. smacking somebody with the bill on the backside, a bill that they didn't know they was gonna have. That's the problem.
1: At that point, it's semantics, though. Right. And honestly. You're just being petty. Right. Honestly, if you are in the 11% that said, yes, they cost me money, you're just petty. It's alright.
0: Yeah, that's so the case. No,
1: there's not I have, there's no real legitimate defense for it. Mm-mm people no show for whatever reason maybe they couldn't get a sitter maybe an emergency happened whatever it is you just want your money that's a pretty petty thing to say
0: right and if that's the case i don't mean to no harm if, if it matters that much to you don't have a wedding and people don't want to admit that like just uh, do it real close and personal and go on about your business but everybody wants these big elaborate celebrations and i'm not knocking that but it's going to cost you money regardless like you're going to pay for that person regardless if they show up or not and that's just a chance you take for paying for somebody in advance
1: well, weddings are pretty much uh petty ass ritual in general like at least what did they become with the who's coming to who's i came to yours you had to come to mine oh, yeah,
0: people get offended and mad and upset yes yeah, so
1: it's like weddings are just a bastion of pettiness for a lot of people and uh Okay, i'm not surprised that someone just took it to the next level and sent a bill because someone couldn't make it sugar babe okay oh, 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 you know
0: what it wouldn't surprise me if people you know because if this becomes a tradition what's gonna happen people just not gonna come to like, mm but nope not coming
1: i doubt it people will still come because it's selfish they just want you to come to theirs
0: oh it's a big
1: ass pyramid scheme of i came to yours you had to come to mine and whatever the fuck if it's not convenient fuck you it's my day travel out of state do this do that that's it's kind of like a whole oh, big ass thing i
0: oh, forget everybody nothing like me and you when we go it's an industry and you know i think a lot of people are shocked when we go no. know that they actually a lot of people ask us several times when we tell
1: them initially no like we gonna change our minds yeah half the time it's inconvenient for them to spend that money anyway it's just right. adding more cost to their shit so you're doing them a favor but anyway um, they don't, I don't look don't, at it like that yeah i don't get into a whole tangent on that big ass scheme uh but yeah weddings are if that's what you up to and that's what you want and especially if you marry the kind of person that wants a wedding you need to go ahead and do it you better all the logic in the world ain't gonna save you they're gonna end up regretting that shit for the rest of their lives but they will yeah i personally think it's it's bullshit um sugar babe says ugh i know weddings cost a lot but come on people you take a risk when you plan events and invite people there will be losses just suck it up and move the fuck on it seems people are getting so rabid about their weddings that they've lost sight of general decorum the couple wasn't even being malicious or laissez-faire uh they genuinely couldn't make it at the last minute right i agree um let me see uh we had episode 1050 1045 1045 millennial moms um where we talked about bobby smurter being denied bail mm-hmm. gay news wendy williams versus terrence howard uh a bunch of stuff uh so let's see where we start with this one red writes in my why can't you shut up so we can try to likes or ignore you list is growing at an astronomical rate
2: uh-huh.
1: kanye west don lemon Ray Lewis, Stephen A. Smith, Tyrese, Michelle Rodriguez, 50 Cent, Richard Sherman, Matt Damon, Azalea Banks, Helen Mirren, and T.I. She also wrote in later and said, forgot raven and Rihanna is on probation. (laughs) Uh, I can only sigh when I hear hear or see anything involving these people. Tone, deaf, dumb, and blind. Trying to avoid that stupidity is exhausting. And Right, like that's the thing for me is I want I would like to be able to like the people who entertain me. Mm-hmm. Now I know that's a lot to ask, right. and i i think it's unrealistic of me to even expect. want to even want that. Right. Now it's even more unrealistic to expect it, oh, right? Because a lot of that, people expect. It. Yeah, that's just like I don't. I I don't. I don't think I'll ever. I think I'm just way too cynical to expect to like people that make my things that entertain me, mm-hmm. but i would i would like to it would be a nice bonus right a plus because i'm not gonna stop being entertained because you're a dick like that's the thing like just because empire is made by lee daniels and terrence howard i'm not gonna stop watching it if i'm entertained by it genuinely um but i don't but i at the same time because they entertain me i don't make the leap and go well they're also good people because i'm entertained no no they can be shit human beings and still be entertaining mm-hmm. it's just what it is i think too many people are of trying to do the former and not the latter they're trying to be i'm entertained so this person can do no wrong and that's just crazy people talk
0: yes it is
1: and if t.i thinks that hashtags on social media are ineffective why doesn't he get in the streets with these activists and stand up for all lies yeah he ain't doing shit could it be because he's too busy on social media trying to slut shame his wife and chastise grown ass Sierra about who she's dating? Right. Trying to flight Floyd Mayweather and shit. He needs to have several seats and focus on why his mediocre music has fallen all the way to kind of bad. Uh, Stone375 says Chuck E. Cheese selling alcohol is a terrible fucking idea. Mm-hmm. I have an eight year old and I hate taking him there. It never fails. You will always have one bad little bastard acting up and you can't never find the parents so they are going to serve alcohol to make them even worse parents i'm done with that place p.s i still don't know what the hell is a millennial mom <laughs> <laughs> Eve says a few points from this episode even though i would hate for the dynamic to change on empire with terrence leaving i would understand that that's a consequence of his wife beating maybe that will teach him to keep his hands to himself when it starts hurting his pockets right the thing about it that has really like weirded me out it's not that he's able to make a living after beating a woman that's actually pretty common for in every industry that's sad but true yes the part is weird to me how many people are rallying around him to defend him you know like you don't have to do that like taraji Mm -hmm. doesn't have to do that lee daniels doesn't actually have to do that you know what i mean like and then him bringing up sean penn as if that's some kind of like even if if the the, everything people say about sean penn is true even if it was true or is true what does that have to do with you it would not change what the fuck is going on with people saying about terrence howard it's correct like you're basically trying to accuse them of racism for even asking the fucking question right and trying to deflect that deflect it in another direction so weird we just do not want to talk about that shit i mean i understand life is life and the, the good quote-unquote good people don't always win and the bad people don't always lose but to the people jumping in front of him like a shield to take the bullets i don't get those Mm-mm, people
0: i know them bullets that would just hit you sir
1: i'm one of those people who can separate the character from the person so either way my life goes on i'm not going to defend the guy's abuse just because he's on a show i enjoy there are a lot of problematic performers and directors producers but people still continue to enjoy their stuff until the allegations get too big to ignore and even then you'll have those staunch defenders who will defend problematic reformers as if they're getting a check from them i'm so tired of the anti-vaxxers linking vaccinations to autism first of all most of them are uninformed about this so-called uh autism movement i mean autism epidemic one of the reasons we hear so much about it is one, because there has been a lot of research on it in recent years. Two, it's used to be it used to be misdiagnosed. And three, there are a ton of people who go undiagnosed because the spectrum is so large. People in the previous generations never had to deal with autistic children because back in the day they were institutionalized and no one ever talked about it. Right. With a lot of celebrities like Tony Braxton, Holly Robinson Pete speaking out about it, and other autism activists, of course, it's going to seem like there's some big epidemic and these nuts are looking for some for something to blame. I am the mother of an autistic child who I couldn't change a thing about. I mean, who I wouldn't change a thing about. Sorry about that. I once had a woman ask me if I regretted vaccinating my kid. I tell you what, had my husband not let me back, I would have punched her dead in the face. That's the kind of ignorance we're uh, we're dealing with in these anti-vaxxers. They are the reason that measles and polio has come back.
0: Right.
1: Diseases that were all but eradicated. This is a topic that I'm very passionate about. Fuck anti-vaxxers. As for the Chuck E. Cheese selling alcohol, they are out of their goddamn minds. Yeah. <laughs> on the weekend, Chuck E. Cheese seems to attract a rowdy crowd. And if you introduce alcohol to the mix, they are asking for lawsuits over someone to get shot. Mm-hmm. It is scary. I don't know what they're thinking. Way too many ratchet incidents already happened there. Right. Should Empire get rid of Terrence Howard? No, I think he should still be on the show. I don't watch Empire. And yes, he should, shouldn't be on TV with his past. 3.44% of our audience says he shouldn't even be on TV with his past. That's the case, of a lot of people. That's saying. a very low percentage.
0: Yeah, yeah. People that feel like that, a lot of people ain't got no business on TV then. Uh,
1: I don't watch Empire. 27.5% don't even watch it. But so, those are the white people in the audience. Yeah, like me, uh, you know, you don't watch it, but you be grooving to the soundtrack. No, I think he should still be on the show. 68.9%, 69% pretty much. I haven't watched this week yet. I heard they i don't know i didn't watch it but i saw that uh Netta was tweeting about it and they must have done something to piss Netta off because she was hot Hello. now i gotta watch it to see what they said it must oh, have been fucked up did. like i think Netta watched it all last season but she hasn't watched it any this season so i don't know anyway that's this week in netto she follows me on twitter guys we go together Uh, rd miller 728 says haven't listened to the show yet but looking at the title and the pick karen obviously don't give a shit about your kids that's right (laughs) episode (laughs) 1046 karen hates kids and what did I do for the show art? An actual <laughs> picture of Karen hayden Key. No, that's our friends, baby. <laughs>
0: yes, that is. That baby is precious. Mm-hmm. That baby got
1: big now. Maybe she could have been, been less. Could not have been less interested, y'all. <laughs> Don't let her fool you.
0: No, I was doing something on my phone while you
1: had that yeah, baby. She was ignoring that.
0: <laughs> you trying to steal precious. them, people,
1: baby she was ignoring that little precious white snowflake
0: look at chris's baby
1: look at her not caring about chris and emily's baby yeah that is chris and emily's baby she don't care she hate them kids she was just thinking about how to get rid of it right then <laughs> uh red says if you want a nice quiet place to have a meal the best thing for you to do is stay your ass at home Kids are going to be kids, and sometimes no one can do anything about it. The restaurant was in the right. I know it probably varies because it's a chain. They're generally very casual and have everything from loud sports fans to birthday celebrations going on. The one closest to me is routinely packed with families after a day of soccer or baseball at the nearby parks. I do think that parents can become earblind at times and don't realize how loud a child is. But, but if the parents weren't physically in anyone's space, I don't think anyone had a right to confront the parents there are times i've witnessed parents being inattentive and borderline neglectful kids have approached me in restaurants and stores asking for things or touching my property with no adult in clear view and or close but otherwise occupied it's uncomfortable and scary because i want to make sure they're okay but i also don't want any issues from a panicked person thinking i'm trying to lure their child in some way right always loudly saying hello there where's your mommy and daddy it's my passive aggressive way of telling the parent to come get that damn kid the pictures of the people touch oh wait uh, i just want to say yeah i agree i think society has made a pact that we are all going to care about these children
0: and everybody don't
1: and uh we need to accept that when we go out in public i'm sorry but that's just what it is and maybe it ruins your your night it doesn't ruin mine i don't have that kind of repressed anger inside where a kid crying during a movie makes me want to like choke somebody and shit <laughs> no it don't get I, that bad I have yeah. okay, it does get that bad. i don't have <laughs> i don't have ever said I want,
0: no i live a
1: very zen life so uh for me personally i just in my mind I, to be honest I, I mean in all in all no joke all jokes aside i'm just like everybody else i have the first reaction of being annoyed like a human being would have just right like, but then my my rational brain just kicks in like yes it does it's just a baby it can't fucking like what the fuck like i don't have the
2: that baby's crying god damn it what is a baby
1: doing in a baby factory (laughs) yeah yeah, no i ain't gonna take it back and shoot it come on yeah but i'll still be thinking that (laughs) i never do it though. who takes their damn baby and babies are us (laughs) right sick of these babies crying and shit uh the pictures of the people touching black women's hair triggered <laughs> in physical and re- emotional reaction in, my, in me my experience with this started back in high school it was the first time i attended predominantly white school and where i was either the only black student in class or one of just a handful no one has ever seen so fascinated or confused by my hair until then it's the first time anyone asked how I, it got like that or asked to touch it at first it just gave me pause then it pissed me off because i felt like they were treating me like an animal in a petting zoo for those i became friends with i tried to explain why it wasn't okay for others i just cut them and make it clear with my eyes it was a no-go as i've progressed through college and adulthood it's something i still run into and i just get really short with people now because an adult should know should know that it's not okay to invade another person's space like that sorry for the long comments so much to get off my chest you two rock so much
0: but that's true. Nah, no, thanks, Red. Like I said, I don't know how I respond. I've, especially me going natural. I've, I i do not know if my hair hadn't got long enough yet, but nah, I don't, I don't have that problem. I, nah,
1: I as a as a person that don't like to be touched, I relate. I'm just saying, if I saw, like 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 Red said, when you see it, there's a visceral reaction mm-hmm. to like, yo know, man, get your motherfucking hands off. But then, that person's holding a sign that you can touch their hair, so then I back all the way off. Where I'm like, I can't. Decide for you to make you, I'm not offended by what you're allowing to happen to yourself. That's cool. fine. Right. You you consent it and I'm an adult and I and there's plenty of shit like that in the world where I don't like uh I don't watch ghetto gagger porn. Oh no. Mm
0: I crossed one by accident. I thought I thought I was gonna have to dial nine one one. But
1: those that those are consented adults. Yes it is. So at the same time i like why well, I wouldn't watch it? Mm mm i'm you know it's not my thing but i i personally don't have any problem with actresses and actors getting paid to do those scenes because that's what they want to do and i think people have a lot of intellectual conversations theoretically and then once you see it that something else switches off in you and you're like oh no 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 you can't do that (laughs) right right like do you need help like so many people's reaction was you can't do that to me and it's like well the sign doesn't say you can touch any black person's hair right it's just mine so they actually can do that to that person yes
0: they can but you're
1: having a visceral emotional reaction you can't help yourself and that's what the experiment was designed to elicit um it seems you know although you know you can always question the nature of those experiments because it's like i don't know sometimes i look at those experiments and i'm like is that a thing that we needed to study like did we not know that black women would be triggered by people touching black women's hair right or we did we not think that white people would want to do it because we kind of have a long history of them wanting to do it right uh and for our worst starling sterling writes in rye you're right about this gun shit it took me a while to listen to this episode fully because i couldn't digest no guns as a person who wants to own a gun but the more i think about it it's the only logical move i used to make the joke that guns don't kill don't guns kill people like spoons made me fat spoons ain't (laughs) spoons ain't make me fat but they made it easier for me to get fat guns make it easier to kill a group of people quickly period also that ben carson impersonation was pretty pretty good oh thanks man a lot of people been saying that. I don't know. I don't even remember how the impression went. <laughs> it was all in the heat of the moment because he sounded so stupid. Yes, he did. Oh, that dude is running for president, y'all. Oh, anyway, um, and up in the polls, right? And up in the polls. Wow, talk about vote. How come they always bring up Obama when they talk about he just won because he's black? How come Ben Carson didn't count? Uh, anyway, um uh yeah yeah and i and like i said it took me a while to get to the probably like probably the only real motherfuckers in the game are the people that's on the less us gun side if we thinking about it because all the rules that we have are pretty much still gonna allow we can't really keep this shit from happening Mm-mm. you know and then the other side is so extreme now like what the fuck they haven't left any room in the middle to have a reasonable conversation the other Dude. side is like let's arm the kindergartners and shit you're like what 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 did we get here domino's daddy says so that picture is so very funny karen looks like she gives absolutely no fucks (laughs) about the child you're holding i know that's probably not the case but it is funny america breeds paranoia and unfortunately the guns are securely in the hands of the people this propaganda is aimed at yep uh and the poll is were those people out of line for giving a note to the table with a crying baby? Uh, I know Sugar is gonna have a lot to say about this. I haven't even looked at the at the responses. <laughs> were those people out of line for giving a note to the ba- to the table with a crying baby? Yes, they were rude. Seventy six percent. No, they were totally fine. Twenty four percent. Oh, they were rude oh and look at this look look what sugar bro. wrote <laughs> she had a lot to say she wrote a goddamn chapter man she hate them babies like karen oh lord i don't hate kids now rod you know you ain't right for that pick i laughed long and hard at it <laughs> you're not you're not gonna set my karen up karen like that because she does look like she was giving zero fucks about that baby <laughs> karen's the greatest it it was rude <gasps> what you on my side what sugar baby it was rude wow so you would have voted it was rude karen yeah it was rude so you wouldn't have voted that they were okay to tell that woman to shut goddamn baby up no you don't do that okay but it don't
0: it don't mean i can't get irritated about it
1: yeah i hate you you would have just went on the podcast and talked about them right it was <laughs> it was. But weird. i ain't writing no damn no demma. nope i would have left early had had i felt that inconvenience don't get me wrong i'm not on the soapbox as a matter of fact i'm a reformed babies in public hater and no <laughs> i don't have kids so that's not what changed my mind i knew it i knew oh, we knew you was a, uh we knew you at least had some babies in public hater roots <laughs> i know i flew a lot for my previous job and i really dreaded sitting beside babies until one night after working two 16-hour days traveling for four hours there was a lady with a baby sitting beside me for the final leg home i wondered if this was my comeuppance for laughing at stevie wonder memes <laughs> i realized that the mother did everything possible to calm her fussy baby and nothing worked and she was so embarrassed i think my body language was a dead giveaway that i wasn't happy i realized i was being a judgy asshole and that the lady and her baby had to get from point a to point b and that babies and kids are going to cry because it's often the only means of expressing themselves so i chilled it helped that the baby was a cutie pie and stopped crying after a while i was stepping back really helped and i made a conscious decision ever since the and observed For i go too hard and i think that i, I think that i should punt a kid <laughs> yeah that's the thing man if you have ever held a baby and it started crying and you couldn't figure out why then you already know the deal you know what i'm saying like that's and i'm not a parent i only i can hand a baby back like i like i i recognize my privilege <laughs> <laughs> i'm able to be like okay i tried the three things that i know how to do <laughs> and i know your list longer here you go none of them things worked it, it wasn't hungry it didn't want to go to sleep and it didn't shit so <laughs> you uh do your thing parents (laughs) them them a top three to go list yeah i don't even really like kids at that age to hang around them because i don't know what the fuck to do but you know (laughs) at the same time if they if if they out with their parents and the kid is being a a kid i I have nothing against them
0: yeah i have no problem with the kid being a kid we've been out in public and uh i mean what was that went to kadobos one time that poor baby got sick
1: yeah he threw up everywhere
0: oh and the parents were mortified but it was like hey you can't control that they didn't know the baby was gonna get sick
1: i still don't really like kids that much but more than that i dislike parents who feel that they're entitled to be assholes because they have kids or parents who allow their kids to terrorize the rest of us like karen i may run up on a kid that's being an asshole i'm uh just a lot more relaxed about it nowadays and i'm willing to be a little more nuanced in my thinking so karen no i don't think you hate kids it could just be an automatic thing you put up because most stories are about how parents are controlling their little demons. I mean dollars. <laughs> ah, the, the and, and the thing about
0: it, especially with the publics, y'all, y'all. I'm very, I'm very patient, y'all. But this was like the third or fourth set of children. I mean, children more than one. So after about that third or fourth set, I was like, "God damn it! I'm tired of this. I'm tired of this, this is this is the this two four, six, this is eight, eight, eight eight kids. I'm tired of it. Next one going to get some. Mm-hmm. For your parents.
1: It was probably like two kids, y'all.
0: No, 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 no. Not clear. Mm-hmm. They were running out through the store. Okay, in fact, in fact, I can tell you the races. Uh, the first set was white. The second set was um uh Latino. I think third set was like a Latino mix too. I was paying attention to them the kids to the racism
1: of it sounds like yes i would cabadonna says i'm with ron and karen you're dead wrong yes you're annoyed with the crying baby but it's a child and children cry and make noise so people with kids need to hide until their babies grow facial hair also weren't, <laughs> weren't these people at some sort of FUD Ruckers or fridays it's a family dinner straight out of office space not an organic tapas bar downtown it just proves that karen and rod are different people who would have thought the cheerful Karen was secretly a grumpy old lady hosing down the neighborhood <laughs> kids for sitting on her lawn? No,
0: nah, I'm not that bad. But you, but, but, you know, I think one thing that um, uh, when it comes to kids, now one thing that really makes me angry is when I remember when we used to go to the bar, Bailey's on Sundays, and parents would bring their children in there and then look at you like you're wrong for drinking beer and cussing around their kids
1: oh yeah but those are the parents that are that's an asshole right i'm not angry at the kids at all i just look at the parents and i'm like you're you're a dick
0: right and you brought your
1: kid into a 21 and up bar and and then you expected everybody in the bar to, to comply a, that's that's a ridiculous thing that's to do
0: and not that yeah no that's no di-
1: that's different than i had to take my kid on a bus so we can go to daycare <laughs> now that's good and then people being like oh here they go <laughs> i knew it goddamn
0: children that's completely different in any situations a kid is just being a kid but it's one of those things where it's when i'm looking at the parents sideways go look i'm i'm gonna continue to drink my middle light and i don't care about your child
1: uh writer chick says i think those women were tripping if they expected a quiet dining experience at texas roadhouse that's the other thing i've been in a texas roadhouse right the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, that they, peanut place? Yeah, it's fucking <laughs> yeah, <laughs> peanut I'm, shells everywhere. Why doesn't that that place I have never gone back by the way. But that place seems like it would have rats cuz it got fucking peanuts.
0: uh yeah, it got like a you come in it's like a bucket of old peanuts. And I'm like, "What the I would look at Roger like, why is there a bucket of peanuts i was so confused y'all they was all on the floor. i didn't know i I, and and i didn't know how to react how to respond i was like should i eat these peanuts i to go kill me do i throw them at somebody i didn't know what was happening in that place
1: right but um they didn't have
0: signs Hmm? i said they didn't have signs the
1: rules for what the peanuts yeah well they do have signs it's like just eat the peanuts and throw them on the floor i saw it <laughs>
0: oh, okay, I miss it felt like a sign. trap to me
1: i was like yes. and then what's gonna happen police gonna come in here i don't know no, they're gonna it's a trap <laughs> all right but yeah but fuck that that that's not a classy establishment no, where you would expect nobody to bring a child right that's that's ridiculous that's a ridiculous. they were they were so out of line here's the thing i'm on the side of the people or i'm always against the people who are going around expecting everybody to conform to them when they're in a vast minority or when they're in a space where they're where, where they're changing the space so right if you bring a kid to a break to ihop i don't think that's changing the space i don't no. think that's a problem i think there's an expectation of people that go to ihop in certain places in public you're gonna that have kids fear. might be there right but let's say you went to a strip club come on now and then somebody was like shh my kid is sleeping now that person's the asshole i feel like i'm consistent on this is what i'm saying yeah me me too me too uh, no, yeah you're not
0: you're not i am because it's you one got of mad at them babies i did cause, yes i did
1: babies are gonna be in public, care and you try to run them <laughs> over with a culture <laughs> you, you have I,
0: no legs no, stand on I, I understand that babies are gonna be babies but i think to go back to what you were saying like if i go to the, you know the chuck and e. cheese kids are gonna be there i'm not unrealistic because i'm the minority so i'm not gonna tell the kids around chuck and e. cheese you know to stop being kids but i am gonna tell you stop hustling me though but that's a whole nother story
1: um you told you told one to beat it bitch
0: yeah she's so trying to hustle me out of, <laughs> out of my money that's not me going in changing the atmosphere Th-
1: that is exactly what that is call <laughs> a kind of little kid a bitch I wish a health of wood slammed to
0: a face.
1: I wish a half of wood slam a note on my table talking about thanks for ruining our dining experience. Cause my baby was being loud. That would be the last time she slammed a note anywhere. Mm-hmm. I'm you. Uh all right, let's see, what else we got? Um That was Karen Hate's kids. Then we had episode ten forty seven, X to the Next, where we reviewed Fear of the Walking Dead with our girl Miss Smart uh Whiskey Wine and Moonshine um and then we talked to Nicki Minaj and mm-hmm. uh, a bunch of other stuff inmates being released uh here are the comments Hiroja Shab says rr this is captain sir i am here for your booty and your women hand it over or walk ah! the plank i'm all for the fear of the walking dead pirate adventures next year <laughs> but for some reason uh, because Travis is on board, I keep thinking this uh, of the SS Minnow, and without the professor, there will be no coconut radios, telephones, or whatnot to get them out of trouble. <laughs> but they do have a junkie, so maybe some, some, some of them will make it maybe i
0: think some
1: of them will domino's daddy says i'm out here for the high seas adventure maybe some zombie pirates. either way i like Ah! i like that we have a new story direction with a new group to watch and grow with as they deal with the wrappings with wrapping their heads around the very real end of days they find themselves in uh EVE says this season was pretty good once i took a step back and realized there's no zombie fiction in this universe and the characters aren't in the know like the audience i was able to enjoy it more it will be interesting to see when travis will have his moment when he's finally woke will it be a moment like rick's bicycle zombie or will it be when uh someone he loves turns and he has to put them down uh well he kind of killed liza already yeah i'm really looking forward to the dynamic between chris and maddie since he didn't already like her very much and how he feels about her shooting his mom i don't think he's going well travis shot tried the mom not maddie yeah
0: um
1: i don't think he's going to buy that story until he's been out in the shit as abraham would say a little more oh yeah that's one of the problems with protecting them from the from knowing too much um the kids don't really know how bad it can get you know them staying out in that car uh dealing with the soldiers mm-hmm. while that was a heroin experience like if they had actually been in there and seen that everybody turns and all that it would have been a pretty depressing thing because they've kind of been sheltered at this point yes they have um da-da-da-da. Uh, oh it's also i have a theory about strand and i'm very interested to see how it plays out in the flashbacks i don't think that was strand's house or boat i think he either knew the people who lived there or he might have worked for them when things started going down he took advantage of the situation he's an opportunist and a hustler he seems to know too much plus how did he end up in the military facility it doesn't seem like the military would have taken their brigade to that secluded house with the doctor maybe i'm overthinking this but i think it's a story his story is going to surprise us all no i think that's a great point what was he even doing back there because they took all the undesirables there so you had drug addict that we knew of you had people that went crazy and defected like doug what was strand doing in there yeah if he really was some rich guy who just lived up in the hills and what like or maybe he was doing something during that period of time, time
0: and got caught up yeah
1: maybe he was breaking in somewhere or something who knows but uh yes i cannot wait to see his backstory because he's such an interesting character fear the walking dead was definitely has definitely gave me the fix i need while waiting for the walking dead on a side note i actually met the actor who plays tobias and while he couldn't give me any spoilers he agreed with me that tobias could be this show's morgan He's already a fan favorite and his last appearance on the show left it open to speculate about what happened to him. Nice kid. Hope it's not the last we've seen in his character. Really looking forward to Walking Dead season six premiere this Sunday. Me too. I'm so crunk. Been watching the previews for it. Yes. Sterling says, y'all, I'm so hyped for this show. I remember when I reviewed episode two or three with y'all, I said the only thing I wanted to see going forward was more Barbara nigga, known, now known as Daniel... Uh, joaquin bauer and salazar <laughs> 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 and we got so much more daniel ain't at rick grimes level he passed that he's on carol's level of trill he is so trill. on top of that we got strand who might be the trillest thing on the west coast in my mind i believe by now in the walking dead strand and salazar had their own islands they're safe they're safe they're safe one and that island was once known as hawaii <laughs> Also, low-key, Travis might go full Rick Grimes next season. It's lit. Yeah, I want to see what his reaction is going to be. Another – because they have made hints that he's had a rough past, but they never got specific. You know, when Chris said, I'm trying to be like you, dad, and shit like that. And I was like, what does this dad got to do with being in the middle of a riot? Like, what did he used to do?
0: Uh, Right. right. You know, he might have used to been hard and, like, kind of regressed or or suppressed that, and now – you know, like it's gonna be interesting to tell his backstory. Like, he might have been like a some type of a, a fighter or you know, had a voice or did marches and shit and then just stopped.
1: No idea. Uh, another great week of shows. That's all for the content. Really needed the pick me ups this week. Sidebar ride. I see you going for the tippy nominations with them clutch Ben Carson and Strand impersonations. <laughs> Thanks, man. Uh, Thomas says, I don't think Travis was always an anti gun and anti violence guy. Throughout the season, there have been hints of more violent past, uh, whether it be in gangs or issuing control, uh, issues controlling his anger. I would not be surprised if season 2 opens over with a flashback of something about this, especially after that great ending. Thanks for all the great episode breakdowns. Hey, thank you for listening.
0: Yeah, it would be interesting to you know to see. because Yeah, because you have to think, you know, they the paradise, so, you know, they go hard.
1: And the poll was really easy. It was. Will you be back for season two of Fear the Walking Dead? Yes, I'm excited. 60% of our audience, which is a good percentage. Mm-hmm. I never watched it 31% of our audience, which is fine. Uh, some people, for some reason, listen to our recast without watching the shows.
0: Yeah, because those people, like, uh, at least when my coworkers talk about it around the water cooler, I can at least pretend like I know what I'm talking about.
1: <laughs> uh, 9% said, yes, I will be back, but I don't know why, because they didn't enjoy it. And zero percent said they're done with the show. It's a good show. Yeah, I feel like all the Walking Dead's are like that. People shit on them, and then they're and then they're like, "Then you're like, so you're done watching?" No, no, no. I watch next week, which yeah. is, is weird to me. Maybe maybe people just enjoy shitting on them. Cool. Uh, we had one voicemail. Let's play that. What's up, Rod and Karen, Karen and Rod.
2: This is a uh, four soldier here. I want to talk about uh, episode ten forty four. Stuff happens, we talk about gun control. Uh I talk about like I'm a like I'm a black man in Texas. I have my concealed weapon permit here. And I I really do believe the end all be all, I think we need to really have gun control real we really real talk. Everybody needs we need to be because these man shooting keep happening at high pregnancy. Uh, I I'm gonna tell you, you tell you why I carry a weapon. Because like I can like let us say twenty teen. Driving out driving out to see my mom for Mother's Day and then come back home, go get gas. I don't know, we got it. And pull up to the pump. There's this I turn my meter down because I don't want to be rude to anybody. And then I pull out and go to the car. And there's a white dude standing there looking at me. And he's just standing awkward. I went in the store, hit paper the gas come right outside and he's still standing at me with like daggers. Like, he's saying it's so hard, but if like, he looks to kill, I'll be dead right there. And uh, I'm trying to ignore the dude. uh look up, I can get the mullet, and I look at his truck, his nice F-250. He's got uh, all black. He has his tent his ten in position into the tennis window of the Confederate flag. I'm looking at this like, oh, wow. So not only are you racist, the place you have this uh, a tent job. Behind. I'm sure a nice tent job. Their races, is a fucked too. I'm like, oh man, I need mean, to take myself from this guy. If I want to drive this road. He's gonna run up the road, my, uh, my, my little hookey Chevrolet Cavalier. I'm gay right there. He'll kill me in the middle of nowhere, I and mean, then no one be able to say I wasn't to take myself. But you know what I'm saying. So at that point, I am not going anywhere without protection. I, I started getting, started carrying weapons and started in my life and everything to carrying weapons. I'm looking, I'm realizing right now, it's like, at this point, I'm like, the NLA is winning because they got us afraid of them, and white people are afraid of black people, and everybody's afraid of everybody. Everybody's getting more guns trying to be, just in case some shit happens. I think, well, I'd be happy to get my gun out. Really, I would be, if they decide everybody. If they decide on everybody, then it would be great. They can be like London or in like that one, uh play brand like Australia, and not have any guns, or the police are not having guns, and the SWAT teams, and they only have the specialized SWAT teams, and guns, and that's cool, because over there, they built people much differently than just shooting everybody, they have people, i seen one video where they just wanted to do with a knife, you know and I'm saying, they didn't have to kill them, they just don't them, so, I don't know, the black man, I don't, I don't really don't need my gun, really, I don't, I'm just, all right, because one day I believe my time will be the thing that if the police gun me down tomorrow, they'll say you had a weapon on them. They won't say he had a concealed handgun uh, hand license in Texas. They will say he had a weapon on him. He's going to use it to kill one of us. Like right, My own gun, my own gun that was legally obtained. I went through all the procedures, fingerprinted, password pictures and everything. It will be used against me to justify my death. And it's kind of scary how America is. I don't know. I'm using it to set off, ward off racist white people or anybody who might try to take my life. But then at the same time, it can be used against me. So I really think you need to get rid of these guys. I really do. It's, just, it's scary. And that's come from a person who owns this guy. I own this gun legally. I have a patient, but it's just not worth it anymore. It isn't. The we, uh playing over too long
1: all right man well thank you first of all for for calling in uh it was a little over three minutes but i thought it was important to play the whole thing um and yeah man i think i haven't met anybody that owns a gun that doesn't own it out of fear you know everybody's like i own this gun because i'm afraid something's gonna happen to me and the guns aren't even always used out of those places a lot of times they're used out of anger a lot of times use uh, it's used accidentally. Is you know, it's just, you know, it's scary to me how much fear motivates the power to kill. You know, it's a very final act, you know, to, to take somebody's life and it seems like we're not very cautious with that power, you know, in this country and we're very cavalier about the prosecution of it as well. Um, so it's scary to me i know people that own guns they're my friends and all this shit but if i had my druthers i i really do think the only real solution in this country would be to disarm everybody and i mean when i say disarm i mean take it to the point where it is kind of like europe or england or whatever where hey to get a um gun the police even have to like have special people with guns come in like not police just can't run around shooting motherfuckers too you know but not not that that'll solve police violence and brutality because that shit will continue i'm sure but maybe we'll have less loss of life when you can't just pull out and shoot a motherfucker and then claim i was scared because you know that i was scared excuse only seems to work one way in our society not everybody can pull the i was scared uh <laughs> defense but uh yeah man that was interesting sober and stuff man i i mean the mr Span has a harrowing tale about he, own, he owns the gun legally mm-hmm. and ended up in jail paid all this money and shit because you know that's not a right that really was designed for us to have in the first place yep. kind of none of these rights really were uh we got some emails uh episode 1043 from shay you know her from uh uh, she she us the keith and the girl and stuff mm-hmm. it seems to me that karen is a confident woman and by no means needs me to lift her up or back her up but i'd like to anyway i heard this show from the podcast keith and the girl i gave it a shot simply because they liked it and i stuck around for many reasons at the top of this list means reasons is karen's voice accent and laugh it is warm and full of flavor who wants to sit and listen to a monotone voice giving opinion on passionate topics for two hours if by chance you do fox news might work for you <laughs> also the fact that she has changed her mind about something after hearing Rod, hearing something rod has interjected into the conversation doesn't mean she's weak if anything it means she's just the opposite you have to be open-minded to hear other opinions and genuinely consider them mm-hmm. you have to be brave to be open-minded it's easy to sit in your opinion to blow up the box your thought uh you uh you thought was in takes balls oh your thought was in okay got it to blow up the box that your thought was in takes balls karen you are one of the best things about the show thank you yeah that's yeah that's always been weird to me too and plus it's all when people write that kind of stuff and it's like a swipe at karen it's funny because i do that all the time too but they clearly it doesn't count when she changes my mind or when she Mm-mm. put resists a point of view that i have to be like oh well shit i guess i didn't think about it that way i agree that that's never like and rod changed his mind like a bitch you know what i mean mm-hmm. like it just that uh people are fucking weird you
0: know how it is a woman ain't supposed to have her own opinion
1: over here yeah well no those are the people that want you to argue with me that dude remember that she oh. she's responding to the guy who's like anytime rod disagrees with her oh, she yeah. just changes her opinion yeah, like, we,
0: we argue about a lot of shit daddy, but we just don't yell at each other but we disagree a lot y'all
1: i wouldn't say a lot I don't feel like it's a lot.
0: Not a lot, but we disagree enough where if you're paying attention, you should catch on.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's... Yeah. I think... Like that. Like, just what happened is what I'm saying. Like you said, we disagree a lot. And I said, I don't think it's a lot. And you're like, okay, not a lot, but... (laughs) is right then somebody's like look how he changed her mind <laughs> i had to reevaluate it but i'm just i'm like well you know we were like i've listened to shows where people disagree all the time I, I, those aren't my favorite shows no anyways. we don't disagree all the
0: time no 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 that's why i rethought about it. i was like no nah, no nah, let me reevaluate that opinion
1: right but i'm saying if that happens the other way uh there's no consideration for it true I don't think. and
0: it does happen the other way it was I don't, people right people hear what they want to hear
1: yeah episode 1044 chase also said nick Nicki minaj played a pretty big role as a sexy smart no nonsense secretary on cameron diaz uh to cameron diaz in the romantic comedy the other woman and did a great job out of all four all the four amazing women in this movie uh she's who i wanted to be lol yeah um because we talked about Nicki minaj getting a sitcom on Mm -hmm. uh abc family and i was just like i wonder how many comedians and actresses black actresses got passed over so they could do a show about Minaj but um you know what uh I heard I've I've since then someone told me on Twitter or, or Facebook or somewhere that she actually got her star as an actress so if that's the case hey whatever it's you know she she either either way it was kind of whatever but you know I kind of hope she uses it since she's been talking all this pro black stuff lately I hope she uses it as an avenue to put some black people on Mm-hmm i think you should put your money where your mouth is if you just because i think she has a white lady doing uh the script writing and all that shit with her or for her or the producing for her and shit um and i think she's also the woman who also did uh, a bernie Mac show Mm -hmm. so i just hope they get some sisters in the writing room and stuff like that because you can't you can't just only and this is maybe it's a celebrity thing maybe it's a everybody thing don't just be interested in diversity and racism and shit when it helps you and then when it's your turn to be a gatekeeper you're like oh no 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 i'm i'm for this racism shit you mm-hmm. know what i
0: mean i got through you should too
1: yeah make some changes i love this podcast enough to write and send an email from school but don't worry i'm not in class Ooh, it's a long email let's see what this is kiara writes here hey rod and karen i'm kk i'm 19 years old and i've been listening to this podcast for a few months I also left a five-star review on Stitcher under It's KK, which I kept short because I have a feeling this will be long. I was led to the blackout tips from the people over at 12. Elon finally mentioned Rod enough times to make me check out the show, and I wished I had done it sooner coming to your show from twib i had no idea what to expect because twib prime is the only podcast i've listened to for the last couple of years but i was not disappointed the black guy have has become a big part of my daily life and in these last few months i've enjoyed myself so much there's just so much love on this show i love the way you guys bring on guests so that they can get some love from your viewers in fact you guys led me to project fandom specifically podcast fandom because nina was on the show and i plan on checking out other shows and people you recommend when i get the chance to overall you two inspire me to try new things and continue to learn i love that you two have a whole day dedicated to to feedback it's so nice to see how much you appreciate your audience i also love the way you deal with criticism i love that you two have different segments and play music throughout the show it's so creative and fun i can just tell you guys enjoy doing the show plus you two are just so funny i love how you two end the show, show with i love every show with i love you I just really love your show and all you guys do with it. Thank you. I appreciate the two you speak your mind so openly and that you are funny and insightful. I enjoy the humor and you know what? At first I was looking at this like this is a long email but it's so much love i don't mind we don't mind yeah you wrote a book girl thank you sweetie (laughs) Um,
2: uh,
1: i enjoy the humor also when you have serious discussions i hope that in the future when i can be somewhere near as i can be somewhere near as happy as you two i want to be a podcast or youtube series of my own and you guys serve as a goal of what i like to be like when i do I actually am part of an all-woman YouTube gaming group, but because of a hoist of computer issues, I haven't been able to help out with a lot. I relate to Rod being an introvert because I'm an introvert with a lot of anxiety issues, so it's nice to hear an introvert do a podcast like this one. Also, I really like your voice. There's just a certain charm to it. Also, I love when Rod defends black women because it often seems like many people, black men, women of other races, don't defend black women, so I really appreciate that too uh well first of all thank you uh mm-hmm. i don't i don't get very many compliments on my voice so uh i will take it <laughs> take it where i can there's no one to me getting the compliments right speaking of voices this may be weird but i really like the way karen says mm-hmm, when she agrees with something <laughs> every time i hear it i get a bit happier i'm really glad that karen is part of the show because for a while i wanted to look for podcast, podcast that had black women as host i'm a black woman so i really want to support and listen to other black women Mm -hmm. i also love the way karen laughs or the way rod laughs when karen says something really funny another thing that multiplied my love for karen was finding out that she loves steven universe Mm -hmm. don't get me wrong i already loved karen before that but i love steven universe (laughs) yeah yes, (laughs) yeah uh, i sent out a picture of this little girl dressed as uh uh garnet oh that was so precious comic con that was amazing oh that little girl was gorgeous when i heard karen say she loves steven universe i wanted to ask her all sorts of questions about her favorite episodes of favorite gems and all kinds of stuff but i didn't because i didn't want to be annoying when reagan gomez was said uh said she worked voice kiki and jenny pizza i got super excited because i love the pizza family mm-hmm i knew her name was familiar when rod said she'd be on, so i googled her and saw the movie she'd been in and i was like oh no wonder her name was familiar and didn't look into it anymore because i'm pretty bad at keeping up with celebrities. when then she said she voiced those two and my head exploded i gained a very deep love and respect for jenny when she almost uh took a garnet punch to the face to protect steven also because i think this is what karen i said mm-hmm also, because I think this is relevant to a topic that you brought up on the show after Matt What's-His-Face said diversity was about casting Rose Oz. I thought I'd mention that not only does Steven Universe have a diverse voice cast, they have a diverse group of people behind the scenes, too. Not only is Rebecca Sugar the first woman to create a cartoon for Cartoon Network, there are a lot of women and or people of color working on the show. There are at least three black people I can name off the top of my head. Ian Jones, Court, Courtly, Cordy. Uh, who, until recently, was a supervising director of the show and had a big hand in the creation of the Pizza Family, Lamar Adams, who storyboards many of the episodes and voices of Buck, uh, voices Buck Dewey and Tiffany Ford, who was a colorist. The crew of the Steve, of Steven Universe also does a great job with taking criticism and interacting with their fans. Yeah, that's that's got to be the hardest part of doing a show like that is dealing with the criticism because while you do have a lot of irrational criticism, that's probably just like I don't like the colors of this or whatever or racist criticism because they got you know a lot of different brown kind of people Mm -hmm. there um you're also gonna get some criticism where it's like well this person was disabled or in this in this book and y'all really stereotype them as this type of thing and you know that can be tough to work on as an artist to to avoid all those pitfalls because it's damn near impossible but um that's that's dope that they deal with it
0: that's true and as the seasons uh move on in steven universe you can see them do things like tighten up how the characters are drawn you know it's almost like watching the simpsons 20 something years ago and simpsons now they're the same but they've they've modified them a little bit you know
1: of course venture brothers is like that too
0: right and so you can tell that the artistry has gotten better the colors have gotten tighter um and I really really enjoy it's it's a very bright, colorful, and fun cartoon while being a very dark cartoon at the same time if you're paying attention,
1: which also brings me to Nicki Minaj getting her own show because she voiced sugar light if i I'm reminded of her um i'm 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 excited for her, and like you guys stated it's a win win because whether it's good or bad it's a step forward. Mm-hmm. I think it might be good because she seems to be at least decent at acting judging by two acting roles i've seen her in a minor in the other woman and as the voice of sugar light yeah she was um and like i said i had no idea she had got her start as an actress so you know that's another reason that is it'll be dope and like i said i i i hope that uh you know she's gonna actually take it take her power and get some other people on uh i kind of went off tangent but my main point is i love you too and i'll be sticking around i'm going to i'm going to go ahead and end this before i go on for too long though it might be too late all right <laughs> no nah, you did good
0: yes thank you sweetie
1: five star review this is from john he says hi Rod and karen i found you guys through twib and have only been listening for a couple of months but i just wanted to tell you that you guys are awesome your podcast is so much fun and so informative as a privileged white male i love hearing you guys call out all the racist bullshit that goes on every day in this country i also love how unapologetic you both are in your support of lgbtq people and how quick you are to point out the nonsense the toxic masculinity and the gender norms and pressures of our society it's so refreshing to hear such great comedy done in a way that punches up and actually makes fun of the homophobes sexist races etc well done thank you thank you also i really enjoy your discussions of the pressures of marriage our society forced upon us based on our gender i totally agree that marriage is a wonderful thing it should be something we savor and for those who don't want to be married there should be no stigma for doing what's best for them right that's, that's actually why i couldn't understand why that asshole emailed us or left long comments about how i feel about men being married because my main point was a lot less people and maybe because i didn't say men right he didn't he just couldn't hear me because i was actually using a non-gender conformative mm-hmm. pronoun there
0: because people right but
1: there's a lot less people that need to get married it does not really work and it's not very smart in general and our society emphasizes upon it but it's not really it's very like it's very you're, you're very lucky if you find one person that you can get along with most of the time for the rest of your fucking life All That's, right without wanting to choke them to death yeah most people are not gonna have a job that long you're not gonna have, sure have don't because both of us been through several jobs there's friendships you won't have that long there's uh there's family members you can't fuck with that long come on like, now I, it's just a very like it's a very you have to get very lucky and i think that isn't discussed enough it's just very much like no some what's wrong with you that's keeping you from being in a marriage right what's wrong with you that what's wrong with you that you're not with one other person for the rest of your life is like that a question of the institution which people right. don't want to do or questioning like why the fuck yeah why do you feel that way right and why is everybody measuring my worth that way and like i said it you know men are more told not to do it because uh it's gonna suck but you have to do it and then women are told you have to do it or you're not valuable so either way it doesn't seem like a lot of us are going into it with the right notion in mind in the first place you know so anyway i really love ball alert it's too damn funny though it's kind of ruined penthouse letters for me because i'll never be able to read them without hearing them in rod's voice along with karen's glorious laugh (laughs) love your voice rod but not really right for the moods well sorry i don't read penthouse i don't even know what those sound like. like me either are just sleeping with famous people because if so i might start reading them on the <laughs> right, show we
0: might can go find them
1: yeah i don't know um i'm amazed i'm amazed at the amount of sword ratchets out there who knew there would be so much of it happening every day right we didn't, we didn't know either when we first started yep my google alert stays on buzz i even love the walking dead recaps even though i've never seen the show my wife and i listened to a whole recap on the way to the mountains last weekend it really helped me make a long it really helped make a long drive enjoyable I usually am not into zombie stuff, but you guys make me are making me think we might have to check it out. Well, i am tell you this much: the preview for season six, woo, like it's gonna be lit. It's gonna be on and popping. I wish I could say I understand the Bobby Smurder thing, but I think maybe this is what a thing where whiteness will never truly let me understand, which is fine. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: I'm not even uh, mad at you, sweetie. Oh, uh, well, some black folks don't even understand. The only people that
1: understand is me and Mike from from Words on Forty Acres. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Uh, I w- and maybe Leonard. I think Leonard's on board now. I wish I could say I under- Okay, I keep up the awesome work. You got me hooked. P.S. Karen, you totally rock. Your pride in your blackness and your womanhood and your empathy towards all kinds of people are infectious and very inspiring. Thank you. Except for um children. P.P.S. <laughs> <laughs> pps your coverage of the napa valley wine train bullshit was hilarious and your coverage of bill Cosby has been dead on cheers john thanks thank john. you sweetie yeah we kind of hopped the, hopped in that shit with uh with both feet for that cossey shit I, i'm i mean i'm glad we were right but i didn't know 50 more women were coming out when we started no i mean i knew it was larger but it was like well goddamn this hole is yeah. deeper than i thought i was like yeah that nigga do be getting accused of rape a lot and then it just turned into like 50 more people coming out and i was like i told you uh <laughs> mm-hmm. fear the walking dead is even more brown than i realized oh lauren wrote in to let us know that nick is actually uh uh mixed like he's not like i thought nick was uh just a regular ass white dude mm-hmm. but apparently got a little brown in his family good for him
0: yes i love the brownness It's brown folks everywhere
1: not enough not enough credit has been given to fear the walking dead for that it has been really weird because there's a huge complaint people have about the walking (laughs) dead which i also feel is an unwarranted complaint yes there's a lot of brown on the walking dead too and they really need props man Mm -hmm. they really do dog i I mean
0: a lot of latinos and the thing is i go brown people when i go brown i'm talking about anybody that's of brown complexion.
1: like even when they didn't have any more black like characters on the show for like three or four weeks there it was still a brown ass show and nobody Mm -hmm. was it's it's just not enough credit given Too (laughs) y'all it wasn't just latino i think uh travis is indian yes like it's like you know um the salazars are from um El el salvador um you know it's you know the neighborhood had asian people in it the trans mm-hmm. were next door like i don't know man people were being people were being real poopy heads okay i said it i said it damn it oh, i hate this Hate. i, I didn't mean to, i take it back guys i didn't mean to go there i know you guys don't you tune in you tune in for a clean show and you don't expect that kind of Look language it, you're getting all dirty on us and i i just it's it, your potty just, mouth over there i snapped for a second okay (laughs) i'm sorry it's just just those darn doo-doo heads get to me
2: sometimes
1: (laughs) uh episode 1046 karen hates kids sup rod and karen what's up i don't write in often but my nigga i was compelled to type a missive off this shit b yeah you're always telling us to those who don't agree with me let me know what you do not agree with because i stand by my words and i respect that b but yeah i don't agree with you on this I totally 1000% agree with Karen. Yo, man, when I'm in a supermarket, a restaurant, or a place of business, some people with kids, wild and be, I was taught there is a time and place for everything. Children ought to be seen and not heard. And it seems that a lot of parents, maybe their millennial moms, don't teach their kids that anymore. To be clear, I'm not talking about basic shit like crying and talking a lot but all too often i go to the store or doctor's office or some other place of business and kids are running around throwing balls or some shit and their Ah! parents don't say a motherfucking word what the fuck it looks like they just gave up (laughs) (laughs) i'm like fuck it oh when them balls hit you in your face (laughs) how about that uh the other day i'm in a local chinese takeout place and the kid caught a tantrum and threw a toy car at a cashier how how's that just a kid being a kid well that's different obviously Why? I didn't say kids can do any fucking thing. I was saying if you just get upset that a kid is crying and talking, so you technically don't even disagree with me, nigga. Because we was only talking about if they talking and crying. We wasn't talking about if they was throwing shit at people. And now you about to write in this? Uh, well, a kid walked over to a man and started raping him in front of me. <laughs> like, well, obviously that kid is not cool. <laughs> that kid, that kid's an exception to the rule. But if a kid, like I don't know, shits in his diaper and starts crying, I don't think you should be able to smack him in his face. So. i guess i'm a little i guess i'm a little too progressive that way a little too sensitive i really hate tripping over uh wait uh even worse (laughs) the parents ain't did shit now see in that case i'd be mad at the parent like i don't like honestly a kid being an asshole is a problem for a parent Mm -hmm. we know the kid ain't got self-control and he learned Mm -hmm. that from somewhere right but yeah a parent should have stepped up and been like yo what the fuck are you doing little man or a little girl whoever threw you didn't say what gender the kid was but hey what are you doing throwing shit at people uh i'm looking at her like is you serious right now i really hate tripping over people's kids when i'm trying to shop it's not a damn playground and it's not my job to tell people that kids that even worse if i tell people kids stop running before you hurt yourselves the parents look at me like i'm crazy oh i've had that happen before i remember i was uh working at the y and i was a basketball court monitor and uh this guy had his son there and he was letting his son shoot around on the court in the middle of a full court pickup game Mm -hmm. and so the first couple times i actually told the kid like uh hey man you gotta you can't shoot over here you gotta go shoot on the other side because someone could hurt you someone could run into you the other side you can go shoot around and there's other kids there and stuff and so i told him this three or four times very patiently exactly the way that i just said it to you and then one time he runs on the court in the middle of the play and he almost got ran over right
0: and the grown man ran over a child that child most likely gonna get hurt or that child can hurt that adult
1: now in my now honestly um at this point my patience was kind of exhausted and uh it had been three or four times and i just said to him like hey man you gotta no shooting you gotta go to the other side not and even then it wasn't a Uh, hey what are you you know it wasn't that still being reasonable right Right. but i was like hey man you cannot shoot over here you could have got hurt and it pissed me off so bad not the kid his dad then said something his dad was on the court the whole time so his dad had seen me politely ask his kid (sighs) to not shoot over there three or four times didn't say shit kid almost got ran over didn't say shit i tell the kid listen you have to go over there and shoot on the other side and then he goes hey man don't talk to my son like that
0: what right what so if yo if i if if i don't say shit and your kid gets ran over
1: you we have a lawsuit be a goddamn parent right you know i just like man i'm just trying to keep him from getting hurt He's like well just don't don't yell at him i said i'm not yelling at him man i was like you know what i mean but it was just like thank god i'm a calm ass like right. rational person because,
0: because he was man
1: another man. person would have been like man fuck you and fuck your kid you right know what I mean? next
0: time i let the little bastard get ran over and not say shit because you don't want to be a, you right don't watch and, your then would, and then
1: i would get in trouble then because it's my job to make sure that he's off the court that, that's so, the that's so, whole point you know and i told him i said i'm doing my job you know what i mean like the next step is y'all can both get the fuck out right so you know, that, I'm, I'm, I'm actually going above and beyond duty being like, hey, here's three, four warnings and shit, rather than just being like, officer, can you get him and his kid up out of here? Right. So, uh, after I said I was working, he, he totally backed off. But the point being. Yeah,
0: you're not some random person
1: telling his child to move. Right. Even if I was, I, I wouldn't have been wrong. But, um, the point being, it's not about sitting around trying to talk shit. You know what I mean? It's not about, i'm like i'm not some person that's like i'm so tolerant everyone when i see a child (laughs) acting up i say child please don't do that (laughs) like i get it they can be annoying yes they can all right let me finish this so we can because our furniture might be coming uh uh yeah even worse i tell people stop running for you hurt yourselves the parents will look at me like i'm crazy i don't have kids and no i don't hate them but i'm not going to grin and bear when people's kids are acting a goddamn fool to y'all that keep your kids in check you cool no prop but no props you taking care of your responsibilities as you damn well should be but those that i agree with that but those that let their kids run wild and crazy you know who you are rod please clap on these words i don't know nigga you called up earlier said you disagreed (laughs) No, like, no clap. No clap for you.
0: You don't get no clap. No
1: claps. Keep your sport ass, not nose, rugrats by your side. Hashtag King Team Karen. Hashtag Karen for President 2016. And clap. Oh Lord. <laughs> thank you, you all. Always make my days easy. Fuck the haters. Shout out to TBGW, TBGWT fam. One hundred, y'all. Dark Kent NYC. Hey man, thank you. Thank y'all. you,
0: sweetie. And
1: uh, yeah, man. I like I said, I'm not pro fucking anarchy with children I, wish, I i i got if you don't understand me at this point <laughs> it's on you it's really your fault i've explained myself way anti-kids. too well for the for the, i've been joking that karen hates kids but seriously I, at this point i've explained myself way too fucking well at, yeah at,
0: i i do have a lot of patience but once my patience gets to the end, that's a whole nother story
1: yeah all right man we got to get out of here uh we'll talk to you guys tomorrow at 10 a.m where I guess will be uh, Randolph and Andy from Three Guys On. Woo-hoo! Shout out to Tim Miller. Alright man, uh, until tomorrow, I love you. I love you too. Mwah!